Hey Europe, this is Musable.com calling, the best source for news and blogs about the Eurovision Song Contest. If you're looking for a new Eurovision experience online, you should visit us. Our editors have a wide variety of content for you to enjoy, from up-to-date news stories and interviews to fun and interactive quizzes. So if you want to know the latest news or just find out what Eurovision country best suits you, we have it all at Musable.com. You are listening to a special episode of Eurovision Legends, where I, your host, Emma Lövström, invites some of this year's participants. Today we're going to get to know Blind Channel's two singers, Joel Hocka and Nico Wilhelm. How much of a Eurovision fan are these two rockers? How confident were they to reach Eurovision? And what do they think about the competitors in Rotterdam? Blind Channel will compete in the second semi-final with the song Dark Side, representing Finland. Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Joel Hocka and Nico Willem from Blind Channel. Hello. How are you guys? Great. Well, all good. Doing interviews and practicing for the upcoming show. To get to know you a bit better, I prepared some quick questions. Is that okay with you? Of yeah, course. Sure. Joel, first memory from the Eurovision Song Contest. Mm, I would say Lordy 2006. I remember that. The winning of Finland was something that I've never seen before. Nico, name three songs from previous Eurovisions you really like. Oh my god, this is a hard one. Like, we haven't really been watching it that, that much, but Euphoria comes to mind. Lorraine's Euphoria. That, that's an amazing song. Then, what was the Conchita song? Rise Like a Phoenix. Rise Like a Phoenix, that was an awesome one. From the fading light of life, rise like a phoenix, out of the ashes seeking rather than vengeance, retribution you were warned, once I'm transformed. And of course, Hard Rock Hallelujah. What are we even talking about here? <laughs> Joel, what are you listening to right now? Mm, Ghost Main. Nico, artist that has inspired you the most. Well, Linkin Park has been a huge deal for me and to us all, definitely. But lately, lately I've been wiping a lot of Post Malone. I think he's awesome. Joel, favorite country in Eurovision besides your own? Italy. Italy? Yeah. Nico, what are you doing in 10 years? Hopefully touring the world. Hopefully we're already through with this fucking pandemic and <laughs> we get to do live shows. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, what's the best thing with Finland? Mm, the attitude. The attitude? Yeah. 
Nico, if you would move to another country, which country? Hmm, probably like Germany, because the girls are beautiful and the beer is cheap. <laughs> Last question. This is for you both. If you would compete for another country in Eurovision, which country would you pick? That's a hard one. Well, I love Germany so much that I would have to say Germany. Yeah, definitely. Definitely Germany. Well, we managed to go through the first part. Great! <laughs> How come Blind Channel took part in the Finnish pre-selection UMK this year? Well, 2020 was supposed to be a big year for us. We released our third album and we had big things coming, but everybody knows what happened in 2020. And then, like, we had to think outside the box and get out of our comfort zone and think, like, we had to do something we had never thought about doing before. And that's when someone mentioned Eurovision and we were like, guys, this is it. We gotta hit the television. That was the only reasonable option we had. And then we just decided to pull it off. What was your relation to Eurovision before? Was it only Lordy or had you seen it before? Or? Well, I, I wasn't at all. I mean, I just knew that it's a huge mainstream television music show, but I wasn't so much into it. But when we when we figured out that we, we're going to be part of that, I started to research the song contest and uh, find out what it's about. And it turned out it's it's going to be a great one this year. Was the song Dark Side the only song you composed and submitted for the project? We had a lot of we had a lot of songs. We always have a lot of songs in our drawer, but but Dark Side was an obvious choice. Like we wrote Dark Side before any Eurovision or UMK thoughts. It was when to in, in the beginning of 2020 when the whole world went to shit and then then we were so frustrated and pissed off stuck in our rehearsal place, unable to do shows. And then we figured that a lot of people all around the world must be feeling exactly the same way. So we kind of wanted to write an anthem, anthem for all those people. Like when, when, life, is, when life is really dark and you're not doing well, you don't want to hear songs about love and hope and stuff like that. You need a song to scream to, a song to throw your middle fingers up in the air to. And that's, we, we, need, we needed a song like Dark Side. And then we figured that many people could could find find some good vibes from that song. Like, if there's no sunlight any, anywhere, let's party in the darkness. That was the idea. And then when the Eurovision and UMK came up, we knew that Dark Side was the song to participate with. Early on, you became a fan favorite to win the pre-selection in Finland. Who did you see as your biggest competitors beforehand? Well, Teflon Brothers and Pandora was, uh, it seemed to be a uh, really bad, uh, like, enemy for us. I still kind of believe that we have a huge chance to win the whole competition and that's what happened. 
I personally know Pandora uh, since I have been her hairdresser. Uh, wow. So I I hoped for her, but I did I didn't like her song. I much more preferred your song. I must Thanks. say. We take a listen to Dark Side. Before here, you mentioned that the song was about a pandemic. Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, dark Side is, like I said before, like, it's a party in the darkness, like, it's, well, I can tell you the whole story, like, right now, the Eurovision is banning us, we can't do the middle finger thing in the Eurovision, That that's what's happening right now, and we feel that that's exactly what's wrong with the world in 2021, like, people feel bad, but they have, like, they have no way to deal with all their bad, bad feelings, they have like you're you're supposed to just suck it suck it and keep it inside and we're saying that come to the dark side it's okay to say it's okay to feel fucked up and say it out loud everybody's invited to dark side even the outsiders and the, if you feel like a freak welcome drinks on blind channel and it's important to like getting through get through this together it's like your vision has always been about unity but i think what we're offering is a different kind of unity to everyone who feels like they're left outside. We welcome them to the dark side, and we can't put our middle fingers up, but we hope that everyone else will. It's a it's a statement. Yeah, but have they said what will happen? Not yet. <laughs> Maybe oh, yeah. they call the yeah call the cops. <laughs> I mean, Iceland two years ago in Tel Aviv. Uh, showed the flag of Palestine and they didn't get disqualified. Yeah, I mean, uh, Hatari is one of my favorites and I really looked them up in, in that way that they're really doing some... It's kind of rebellion they're doing and, and we would like to do that same but we don't... We're not figure out what we're gonna do with middle fingers yet, so let's see what happens. What can we expect on stage? It's gonna be a crazy show. Like we're gonna keep the basics pretty same. We love the UMK show because all the energy was coming from us. We didn't need any like any funny stuff on stage or funny hats or funny clothes. It was just us doing what we do. It looked like we were. It looked like our live shows look like, and yeah. we really like. We really loved that. So. The basics are definitely gonna be be the same, but we're gonna upgrade the screen material and the, our movements on the stage. And we really love the pyrotechnics and the bombs, not only because the way they look on the television, but the way they feel on stage. Like when things are on fire and there's explosions everywhere, there's this sense of danger and rock and roll and fear of death, and it makes us like it makes us perform even more fiercely, and we like that. So. Those are the kind of upgrades we're gonna do for the Eurovision show. What will you wear? Uh, I think um, the clothing style will be kind of same. It's a dark, 
it's very modern kind of rock styled so we're, we're gonna stick to the somehow similar clothing style as we had in umk but everything will be upgraded from from umk show if you can't go to rotterdam i know that you already done a preview video to show yeah 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 well the uh, preview video was shot on tampere so it's gonna be pretty pretty similar to the to the umk show but we really hope to make it to Rotterdam or to stream it from here from here from Finland or or something like that to get all those upgrades included in the show. Have you listened to your competitors yet? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great songs. It's uh, it's, it's gonna be a tough one, the whole competition. But um, I think we're really standing out with with very unique style and unique songs. So I'm not afraid about anything. Joel. Uh, do you have any favorites among the other songs? Yeah, Maneskin from Italy is a great one, and I also love uh, Croatia TikTok. It's it's awesome, and also uh, the fact that Florida is gonna be featured on the San Marino song. It, it's a huge thing for Eurovision. And uh, you, Nico? Yeah. Well, I haven't really been paying a lot, lot of attention to it, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I would just stick to our own game. But, yeah, the Florida thing was really, really great. And then then I think also the Maneskin from Italy, that was really cool. Like, it's cool to have other rock songs on the competition as well. It's good for the whole rock scene. I mean, it's good for rock and roll. And that's what's important to, like, to raise the status of the whole scene. So that's really great. The rock scene in Finland, I know, is pretty big. Do you think it's not so big in Eurovision? Uh, I think Eurovision is uh, made to be somehow a mainstream pop music competition, and I think it has a like historical part of uh, some pop acts and some big ballads and something like that. But I, I, I would think that every time there is a um, rock or a metal band, it really stands out well. So I would say that. So as far it is like this, it's it's a good thing for rock bands because it's um we're kind of kind of marginalic music in in the whole competition and and that's a good thing for us and also for Monoskin. Yeah, you will perform at number fourteen in the second semifinal on the twentieth of May. Are you nervous? Not yeah, we're just we're too busy to be nervous. Like we're just working day and night and getting yeah, getting ready yeah. for the show. When we're gonna deliver, like, of course, I think we're gonna get pretty excited when we get there to Rotterdam and and like things really start to like really really start happening. But but right now we're just working hard. There's there's not really a lot of time to stress about anything. We just have yeah. to work and work and work. Yeah, it's uh, all day grinding. 
Finland has only one victory, Lordi in 2006. And since 2006, Finland only has a 11th place as the best result with Soft Engine and the song Something Better. expect that you will change this poor outcome? Well, for sure we're aiming for the win, but I would say that my personal goal is to get to top 10 in, in the finals, and if we get there, I'm happy for the rest of my life. Yeah, like, of course, our attitude is always to aim for the highest peak possible. Of course, that's what competitions are about. But I, th I think the real victory for us is that if we get to perform our own style to so many people like we don't lose if we just if we do our own thing and we really pull it off that's a real victory for us and that's like Eurovision has always been a mainstream thing but our mission from the beginning was a lot bigger than just our band we wanted to bring rock music back to the mainstream audiences and Eurovision, Eurovision is a perfect place to do that so i think the fact that we're already already getting there it's already a kind of a victory to us. Yeah. Let's jinx and say you bring home the contest to Finland next year. Which city do you wish to host it? I'd say that it it has to be Helsinki because um, it's, it's the only big city in Finland big enough to have a Eurovision. It's a beautiful idea that it will be in Oulu in our hometown, but it's so small that it, I, I would say that it, it cannot handle this kind of massive television competition so i would say that yeah helsinki will be would you like to host the contest too oh, you mean, <laughs> mean being the being the host yeah uh, I, I, well well that's too too much for me <laughs> yeah that, that i don't know hopefully 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 next year by the time of the eurovision we're already touring europe and the whole world yeah. so we're too busy to host anything that's our dream <laughs> yeah yeah are you both single? <laughs> no comments. <laughs> yeah, no comments. Too hard one. Before we say goodbye, Nico and Joel, what would you like to say to our listeners? Well, thank you so much for being part of us and supporting. It means a lot. It means everything. Join the dark side. Drink some blind channel. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Good luck in Rotterdam, guys. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thank you. Let's keep in touch. Put your mail, bring up, take a shot, throw it up and don't stop. Bye.